You know what? One of the things I love about podcasting is that I can find content ideas as well as insights into how to improve my show nearly everywhere. Whether it's something that I read in in a book or something that I've just experienced, I find those there and they're there for you as well if you're looking for them. In episode 10 of 1000 Podcasters, I'm going to share four key takeaways that I discovered while attending my son's kindergarten graduation. When I'm done, you'll have those insights and you'll also understand a little of how my mind works. It's scary. And how you can do the same. This kind of improvement that costs you a little bit, but maybe just a little bit of attention and a little bit of time, but it can make a huge difference over time. What's happening, podcasters? I'm Brian Ensminger with another episode about podcasting on my journey to personally help 1,000 podcasters launch, improve, and sustain their shows. As I was listening to yesterday's episode where I talked a little bit about room noise and microphones, I realized that the microphone that I'm using didn't actually pick up as much of the room reverb or the room echo as I'd intended for the recording. So it's a little bit interesting to think about how even a, a good quality microphone, just a reasonably good quality microphone can help overcome some of that stuff. One of the other things I mentioned yesterday was that I needed to create a way to track how many podcasters I'd personally helped since I called this 1000 podcasters. And I do have that whole goal out there. So I, I did do that. And if you're interested in getting your name on the list, visit toptieraudio.com. As a podcaster, you are responsible for your listeners' experiences. Let me share one of my non-podcast experiences with you and see if you can pick out some of the insights before I share them at the end. If you do, make sure that you pop into the comments and share those, especially if you picked up something that I missed. Today was my son's kindergarten graduation, and I am super thankful that I was able to see him transition from kindergarten into first grade. For my day job, we're, work, we're moving to a different office, so I'm working from home, so I was able to do that, and I'm really thankful for that. His graduation started at 8.45, so being good parents, we wanted to get there early. So we left about 45 minutes early, maybe around 8 o'clock in the morning. We got to the school, and there was almost nowhere to park. I'd, I don't think I've ever seen it that full before, not even when they were having special events. We, we did find our parking spot, and I think it was probably the last legal spot left there. And, and honestly, there were already cars parked in the grass and some other unconventional places. So we ended up having to walk quite a while to get to the office. Once we got to the office to check in, they let us know what was going to be happening, how long we would wait, and so on. We, we weren't up immediately, and we knew that we weren't going to be seated for a while. So we just kind of stad- stood around waiting to see what was going to happen and to, to wait for our seats. My wife volunteers at the school, so she kept seeing teachers and kids and parents that she knows, so she had a chance to say hi to some people. And I just kind of hung out and looked at the walls and looked at the people. When it was finally time for us to go in, we headed into the gym to claim our space, and we found a spot. We were needing to save a spot for some friends as well as for my daughter who was joining us. She's in the third grade. So we, we found a spot, and we were sitting there. And while we were waiting for everything to happen, not really knowing how much longer it was going to be because... I don't know if you know this, but sometimes when a school has a start time, it doesn't exactly follow that, especially for special events. So we were just waiting for that to happen. And while we were waiting, there was an, an announcement about somebody who needed to move their car. They had apparently blocked somebody in, and the loudspeaker was incredibly distorted. It was like somebody was just absolutely meeting, eating the microphone and not exactly screaming into it, but it kind of sounded that way. And so it was nearly impossible to understand. And speaking quite frankly, I don't think that anybody cared. I think that they were paying more attention 
to what was going on around them than that. And I think probably people pay more attention and understand more from the airline safety presentations at United Airlines or American or any other airline for that matter than they did for this announcement. You sit in the cab and you watch people too. You probably notice that people are not paying attention to that and they're not even trying to listen. So it was a similar experience here and they didn't do it just once. It was three times they made this announcement because people weren't paying attention. Maybe because they were, maybe there were a lot of parents that needed to move their cars. Maybe somebody was just being stubborn or maybe they just didn't pay attention and they couldn't understand what was going on anyway. Finally, they did get that park taken care of. And so the graduation started and in typical fashion, They didn't exactly hit the ground running. They started with the Pledge of Allegiance, and then they kind of shared a little bit of what was going to be happening and how the graduations would go. And then they stopped cold, and a teacher started reading all of us a children's book before they started the graduations. I don't remember the name of the book, but I still can't tell you why she felt compelled to read it. I did not get that at all. The kids didn't seem to care. And the parents already had their phones out to take pictures of their kids and their grandkids, so they didn't care as well. I'm going to pause here for just a second, because if you think of your podcast and maybe you have guests, this little insight, this is particularly applicable because you really have two audiences, right? She had two audiences, the kids and the parents. The kids were there to graduate. The parents there were there to be watched and be proud. Nobody was actually there to hear the book that she read. And the same kind of thing can happen if you have a show with a guest and an audience. Your guest is there to share and connect. Your audience is there to listen and take action. So consider that when you think about the structure and the content of your show. Back to my story. Thankfully, after everything got started, they they did start the graduation. The parents and the grandparents were able to snap pictures of the kids. (laughs) Some of the kids were really cute. They didn't really know what was going on. So they would kind of meander around and took different amounts of time. It was, it was really interesting. And they, they were on track. They went through three classes, one kid at a time. And we, we had some exciting moments to do that. Interestingly, while we all applauded for nearly every kid, people only actually seemed interested in their own. And that's another little key insight that you might want to capitalize on. About 75 kids later, everybody had a diploma of sorts, and they were off to have their refreshments. And I was left pondering what I could take away from that experience because I didn't want it to be a wasted experience. And I tend to think that there's always something that we can learn or take away. Here are the four things that I took away. One, make it easy. If we hadn't been sufficiently motivated, if we hadn't cared, we wouldn't have taken the time to find a parking spot, to walk all the way to the office, to stand around for half an hour, then to sit in a, on benches in a sea of people for another 15 minutes. We would have just kept on driving or we would have just left. And the same thing will happen for your show. Some people will love your content so much that they will endure difficulty getting it. But you're really hamstringing yourself if you make it hard. Number two, set the stage early. Communicate what to expect, and then as a guide, as best you can, guide people through the, con- through the process. I think about the office and how they helped us understand what was going to be happening and how long it would take. So whether it's maybe a step-by-step set of instructions for how to subscribe to your show or how you lay out your content to make it clear, you can, make it, you can help guide people through the process and through the content. Number three, and I'm going to keep harping on this one, don't make people's ears bleed. When the loudspeaker came on, and it was nearly unintelligible. And I immediately thought of podcasts where the audio is so bad that I literally cannot understand what's being said, or I can't understand at least part of it. Now, I'm not trying to be an audio nerd here. I'm not trying to be a a jerk. I'm just saying, this isn't just about not being pleasing. I mean, so bad that you can't understand. For example, for me, if I'm having to, if I'm driving to work and I'm having to ride the volume knob in order to balance between the loud and the soft, or there's a person I can't hear, or 
entire words are missing. I, I can't understand it, and so I might go on. We're not talking about perfect audio here. It just needs to be good, and good isn't actually that hard or that expensive. Number four, if it doesn't serve your audience, consider dropping it. Think about that random book that our first teacher read. It didn't look like anybody was into it, not the kids, not the parents. I still don't know why she read it. Maybe maybe if she'd set the stage to help us understand why it was relevant, it would have been different, but it wasn't. And so it, it just didn't make any sense. If she had done that, if she had helped us understand it, maybe it would have made sense. If you can't do that with your show, consider dropping it because there's a lesson on both sides of this. If you can help guide people through the experience, kind of like I'm trying to do with this story, I set the stage for why I was going to tell the story. I told the story and now I'm sharing the insights. Maybe you can do that. But if not, don't. You, you probably don't actually care that much about my son's kindergarten graduation. Certainly not as much as I do. But now you know four things that I picked up from that experience that can make me a better podcaster and could make you a better podcaster. Maybe you even picked up some other stuff that I didn't think of. And if you did, take a minute to share that in the comments at toptieraudio.com slash 10. If you found this valuable and you want to level up your podcast quickly, consider the Christian Podcasters Summit. We're not going to go as deep and we won't necessarily be as specific as we could if we were focusing just on your show, but we're going to cover a broad range of topics from several different speakers to help you grow and improve your show. I'm working on some giveaways to go with your ticket if you use my affiliate link at toptieraudio.com slash summit. Some things focused on helping you improve the audio quality of your show. If you're interested in, if you're interested in that, visit toptieraudio.com slash summit. If you like the show, make sure that you subscribe using your favorite podcast app and then tell your friends to do the same at 1000podcasters.com. Thanks again. Now go out there and make a great podcast.